Blog Talk Radio. Self-determination, right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. This year, the Queen quite head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad they're gonna chill and to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, where we the gee upliftment to the living legacy and a pay ancestral homage. We're so glad for had the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, where Hunter can find from gullahgeechee.net. GullahGeechee.net, where Hunter going to find we will continue for sponsor this year broadcast and thing where to reach out to Hunter children all around the world. So glad that Hunter to tune in and thing like that. From we vlog talk radio site, read us the one we're going to GullahGeecheeNation.com, and all the Hunter children will download this year. Pun from the iTunes and things like that, punt it on a computer, your phone, your tablet, your iPad, and all the rest of the kind of thing like that. And then them one were had it your grind, all the rest of the place for people that yet it will be to talk about punya. So we're so glad that one more again, we most dear to the anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Coalition, which just a leave it for we get for celebrate one the thing I look forward to every year since I've been yet about them. And that a human rights day. So this year evening ain't going to be no different thing like that. Because two days from now, going to be human rights day. So that what we told them that, Robbie, but go over this year this evening with Hunter Chillin. This year, our team, the Human Rights 365. So for make sure all the listeners think what they around the world can understand me when I'm going to crack my teeth. So I will speak this way. This is Queen Quet. 
Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And I'm so glad to be here as a hostess for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. As always, I want to dedicate this program to one of the folks in the realms of the ancestors right now, and that is Dr. Yusuf N. Cly. I feel he is the most appropriate person to once again dedicate a human rights broadcast to. He was the founder of the International Human Rights Association for American Minorities, IRAM, which I still sit on the directorate of, and who was the person that contacted me to ask me if I wanted to go before the United Nations and bring the issues of the Gullah Geechee to that international body. And as a result, I became the first Gullah Geechee in the world to ever speak before the United Nations Human Rights Commission in Geneva, Switzerland, on behalf of the issues of Gullah Geechee, that is, an, I, as I being a native Gullah Geechee myself, to speak on behalf of our own people. So we want to take a moment of silence in honor of Dr. Clyde. Ashe, Ashe, Asha, Ashe, Amen. And so this evening, as we go forward into Human Rights Day, let me let you know that our 2014 theme is Human Rights 365. And Human Rights Day is always held on December the 10th because it was December the 10th, 1948, when groups of people from around the globe got together and they actually put together a document and actually ratified or accepted this document on December the 10th, 1948, which is called the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And many of you who are consistent listeners who have been listening to this radio broadcast over the years, those of you who are consistent viewers of Gullah Geechee TV, which you can find at TV, or just go onto YouTube and type in Gullah Geechee TV, you have heard me this Human Rights Day. You have seen me presenting during Human Rights Day. You've seen that I've been in Geneva, Switzerland for Human Rights Day. Various things that you've seen over the course of the years of us being connected electronically over all these miles. Well, it has been an interesting journey because in doing the broadcast, I continue to learn more and more about the workings of the U.N. and learning more and more about the real implementation behind the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which I feel is above all the other constitutions and preambles and various things that we've heard from not only the U.S., but numerous countries around the world. And in fact, when we talk about the U.S. right now, with the proliferation of media coverage of police brutality that is happening throughout communities of people of color and in particular to the black community at large in the United States or the African-American, but I say the black community because if you listen to the various family members, other people who have been shot in recent times or choked by police in recent times, killed, murdered, slain by police officers in these recent times, you hear different accents in people's voices. So we know that they're all not people who were just having ancestors and ancestors and ancestors and elders and elders and elders born on this soil called North America, that they are also people who are part of the African diasporic migration that have come from various places that have entered into the U.S. and are part of the black population. So that's why I prefer to use the race 
and not use that terminology African-American, which is an umbrella terminology in the first place. So there are different ethnic groups that fall under that. So if we just stick with black, I think you all know what I'm talking about. So now in the context, and you notice I stated of the recent media coverage of the brutality against the murders of black people by the police is because with all of the continuous coverage, all the social media sharing repeatedly of recent videos, recent court outcomes, and all of this, I am not quite clear on what's unclear to many of the people that I see that are up in arms, just up in arms electronically, too, because I don't see them actually out in the streets at any of these marches or protests, but up in arms, at least online, by repeatedly sharing these horrific videos, these horrific photographs, they're up in arms about this as if they don't know American history. Because if they knew American history, they would recognize that the same techniques of brutality have been utilized against people from the time of chattel enslavement up to now that were black people in North America. Lynchings. These are a lot of the same types of things that we use. The Civil Rights Movement, we have commemorated all year, 50th anniversary since the Civil Rights Act. So you're talking about civil rights violations as well as human rights violations that people are outraged about because they have been captured on film and they have been broadcast and then the culprits who commit the murders and have slain the people do not serve any time in prison and they themselves are not given licenses, nor are they actually given death penalty, and death penalty is still legal in many states in the United States because someone else would argue the death penalty is against human rights. Then some would say we shouldn't do an eye for an eye and so on. Whatever your view may be, the point of fact is that if people are not allowed free movement, if people are forced over generations to live in poverty, if the school systems are disenfranchised and there's an all-out embargo against black businesses, especially those of independent places, independent nations, such as the Gullah Geechee Nation and Haiti and other places, if you have these types of circumstances that people are living under, there also tends to be a justification given for overly policing such areas or that if police are called into those areas, because it's kind of interesting how they're not there and they always talk about all these so-called problems that these communities have that's supposed to be criminal, but they're not there doing anything to stop it, even though they're supposed to be servants to these communities. They're not there to do anything of preventative element, no preventive measures. That's a whole other topic, right? But somehow someone calls them or they just happen to be driving by and they end up doing a drive-by on sometimes the very people who called them, sometimes on others who are just stand-by people, people who are recording them get brutalized. These are not only civil rights violations, these are human rights violations. So I go back to saying why I respect the Universal Declaration of Human Rights above any country's constitution that I've read or heard about so far or any kind of preambles and declarations or anything, because if 
every country in the world truly made it a duty of theirs to teach every citizen the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and then to actually implement programs and implement daily use of the Universal Declaration of of Human Rights, we would not be dealing with massive international television broadcasts, social media protests, and so on right now about many of the issues we see, whether it's police brutality, whether it's the constant rapes of women, and especially areas where there are wars going on around the world. There would not be this denigration of women in various formats and forms where people will, again, try to justify what the behavior is, whether it's because of religious practices or additional practices or she did this or I did that. There's a lot of things that we can list that go on every day, even against children, that should not be happening in the world, that if everyone in the world truly took the Universal Declaration of Human Rights to heart, we would not have these things happening because it would be ultra-respect for each and every human being and every culture on the earth. So to that end, the place that this declaration truly brought about is the United Nations, where most of you who are on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, if you follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter or at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, you've seen various photographs. You'll continue to see other photographs, God willing, of me at the United Nations, both in New York and in Geneva, Switzerland. And I don't go there dry long, so I go there to increase my knowledge of human rights and also to then utilize human rights principles and human rights governing acts within the Gullah Geechee Nation as their first elected head of state. Now, the way that I got elected was through human rights, our right to self-determination. The government of the Gullah Geechee Nation was established by standing on the Declaration of Human Rights and self-determination. So that is how we came into being 14 years ago. In July, it will be 15 years since I would have been in his position as head of state. But it was in 1999 that I first went to the United Nations. When I first went to the United Nations, I never had heard of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. It is since then, and in fact, the place where I truly came to appreciate it in its fullness was actually the same city in which the Universal Declaration of Human Rights was created, and that's Paris, France. I happened to be at the UNESCO building, and I happened to be recorded telling the human rights story of Gullah Geechee's at UNESCO for not only UNESCO records but for the records of the United Nations. So that we're on a chill and we're down in the future and things like that. Somebody going over, we we stand for we own human rights and things like that. And there are tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of different ethnic groups and cultures that are within the confines of the grounds of the United Nations on any given week there to make petitions for, interventions for, to hold dialogues about ways in which to protect their cultural communities and the human rights therein. So it's interesting that this year for Human Rights Day, which will be Wednesday, the 10th of December, it's always the 10th of December, 
the theme is Human Rights 365. The U.N. General Assembly proclaimed the 10th of December as Human Rights Day in 1950 to bring attention to the, the attention of the people of the world at the Universal Declaration of Human Rights as the common standard of achievement for all peoples and all nations. Now, it's interesting, like I told you, about 50 years after the fact now, I had not yet heard of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. It took me going to the U.N. to hear of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And then it took me going to Paris, France itself, to be able to appreciate fully in its totality what the Universal Declaration of Human Rights is. So that's why for me to see that the theme this year was Human Rights 365, that was a blessing to my soul because that is what we dedicate ourselves to as leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation. It's the human rights every day of the year. It's not about waiting until Human Rights Day. And if you are on Twitter, you can hashtag Rights365. Um, if you're on Google+, Plus, Facebook, YouTube, you can follow them as well with hashtag Rights365. And so here it is that it's not just about the hashtag. It's not just about Wednesday. It's about making this theme a reality, Human Rights365. And the U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon has said, quote, I call on states to honor their obligations to protect human rights every day of the year. I call on people to hold their governments to account, end quote. Now, interestingly enough, I was told by our Minister of Information today that the family of Mike Brown from Ferguson, Missouri, has gone to Geneva, Switzerland, and she wanted to let me know that because she said, look at the precedence that has already been set by your presence going there, Queen. I said, right, that's interesting for black folks to be going to Switzerland, to Geneva, Switzerland, to the U.N., because if many of you, again, know our story, you know that El-Haj Malik Shabazz, Malcolm X, tried to go to the U.N., and he was stopped. They, in fact, did not want his plane to even land, all right? So when I went and returned, that story was said to me more than one time by more than one brother here in the Gullah Geechee Nation because they honored and appreciated the fact that not only did I set out to go, but I went, I spoke, and I returned, all right, and returned alive. Because when we talk about standing for the human rights of people around the world and holding governments accountable, as many can see in the United States, that is not met with open arms. That's not embraced and so on. In fact, a lot of times it's met with opposition because, once again, how many people in the United States Congress or in any of the local judiciary branches of any state actually know anything about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights? Do any of them hold that up? Hmm. You know some? Email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-O at AOL.com, especially if they're in the Carolinas, Georgia, or Florida. I'd love to know who these folks are and how come we haven't met up yet. Now, the preamble to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights reads as follows. Whereas recognition of the inherent dignity and of equal and inalienable rights of all members of the human family is the foundation of freedom, justice, and peace in the world, Whereas disregard and contempt for human rights have resulted in barbarous acts which have outraged the conscience of mankind, 
and the advent of a world in which human beings shall enjoy freedom of speech and belief and freedom from fear and want has been proclaimed as the highest aspiration of the common people, whereas it is essential if man is not to be compelled to have recourse as a last result to rebellion against tyranny and oppression, that human rights should be protected by the rule of law, whereas it is essential to promote the development of friendly relations between nations, whereas the peoples of the United Nations have in the Charter reaffirmed their faith in fundamental human rights and the dignity and worth of the human person and in equal rights of men and women and have determined to promote social progress and better standards of life and larger freedom. Whereas member states have pledged themselves to achieve in cooperation with the United Nations the promotion of universal respect for and observance of human rights and fundamental freedoms. Whereas a common understanding of these rights and freedoms is of the greatest importance for the full realization of this pledge. Now, therefore, the General Assembly, that is the General Assembly of the United Nations, proclaims this universal declaration of human rights as a common standard of achievement for all peoples and all nations. To that end, that every individual and every organ of society keeping this declaration constantly in mind shall strive by teaching and education to promote respect for these rights and freedoms and by progressive measures national and international, to secure their universal and effective recognition and observance, both among the peoples of member states themselves and among the peoples of territories under their jurisdiction. Now, when we get into this latter part about peoples, among the peoples of their territories and under their jurisdiction, due to the fact that Gullah Geechis have dual citizenship in the United States and the Gullah Geechee Nation, people have a certain component of their rights under the jurisdiction of the United States, which is a member state. Okay, any nation in the world is a member state. Okay, so that word can get confused in state when we're talking about it here. So now, it states here that each one of these member states shall strive by teaching and education to promote respect for these rights and freedoms and by progressive measures national and international to secure the universal and effective recognition and observance. So now that means that, yes, the accountability that's being called for by the secretary of the U.N. is critical to this process, and that means also the people within the borders of the member state, as in the case of the United States, have a right to call for their national securing of their recognition and observance of this Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Now, we're talking about inherent dignity, all right, inherent dignity and inalienable rights. I know all y'all U.S. people say, oh, we done heard about the inalienable rights to destroy over long periods of time. It is your duty to destroy and abolish that government if they don't hold it up. That was said to you by one of the founding fathers, right? Okay. So now, of all members of the human family we're dealing with, why do they say that? Dignity, equal, inalienable rights, they say are the foundation of freedom, justice, and peace. 
When people feel respected, they don't usually get around fighting and arguing, acting a fool. But can we just break it down like that? Y'all get me? You understand now? Okay. Whereas disregarding contempt for human rights turns around and results in barbarous acts that have outraged the conscience of mankind. So when I brought up in the beginning what is outraging people are the videos again coming out of the United States again of black men being murdered again on camera again. This time not necessarily with hoses and dogs, but billy clubs, yes, with choking people, okay, and with guns, yes, done over and over and over. You may not be using a noose this time. Instead, you use a billy club. So here it is, barbarous acts. The same place, might I remind you, where the crime against humanity took place, chattel enslavement, where you felt that human beings were were property and they were not full human beings, three-fifths of human beings, not a whole one, five-fifths. So that was a barbarous act. So you have a history and a legacy of blood spill based on barbarism. So now that's a whole spiritual element that we're not going to deal with here tonight over the airways, but we deal with often here in the Gullah Geechee Nation and continue to deal with it because we have more and more of an influx of urbanized and assimilated people of African descent who come in or come back home, as they claim, uh, to family members here in the Gullah Geechee Nation who want to practice and preach deception and division who have no clear understanding of the unification of the Gullah Geechee Nation, uh, stand for the protection of the human rights of all of our people, and thereby they are a contributor to the problem by trying to work and undermine acts that are going on that are for the whole by trying to make names for themselves individually. So they end up inadvertently contributing to this because then people know they can also reel those kind of people in to turn their heads against other barbarous acts against individuals because that person's only thinking about how could I maybe get in some place and take somebody's place so they don't mind if other people get taken down or they get distracted by images and information from other places while you have the same things going on right here. Now, our heart goes out for all the people who have been killed, lynched, and their families are still living to tell the stories over the years at the hands of police brutality on various levels, whether they came in calling themselves putting down a riot or they just straight out and out killed these people just standing on the corner in a subway somewhere. But now here it is that in North Charleston, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, and Jacksonville, North Carolina and Jacksonville, Florida, you have violence on a regular basis, police brutality on a regular basis, police profile on a regular basis that leads to other barbarous acts that we can't even get into that happen in many of the prisons after brothers and sisters are taken off the streets, if not murdered in the streets, that people here in the Gullah Geechee Nation are ignoring while they steadily post pictures about Ferguson or about people burning things down and marching in Brooklyn and in New York. When are you going to wake up to pay attention to what's in your doorway and do something about those things, including re-enfranchise your academic institutions and create new ones and support the businesses of your own community so you don't have to talk about, oh, something happened, somebody else did something, let's burn down these businesses a day and hours anyway. Why don't you be proactive and why don't you learn? You go on the Internet right now 
Because if you listen to me by your computer, then you have Internet access most likely, even if it's on your phone. So go in there right now and download yourself a copy of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Why don't you Instagram that? Why don't you post this on your wall? Read it to your children, your grandchildren, and little children and things like that and what would run around the block, and then start to break it down and help them understand who they are. Why don't you read the Gullah Geechee Nation preamble to them and then let them start to understand who they are? The more that people have respect for who they are, the less likely they are to participate in barbarous acts. These barbarous acts are being committed by a lot of lost and confused, spiritually damaged individuals against another set of people that they've been taught they ought to be afraid of in the first place. So let's be realistic about real outrage. So when we talk about the outrage of the conscience of mankind, the world is outraged that here we go again. How can this be happening again on land that has a massive global PR campaign of saying they are the richest country in the world and they're supposed to be one of your eight leading countries of the world? And this is how you treat your citizens. You kill them in the street. Police murder them. And then you say, it's okay, you don't go to jail for doing that. So do you think yet that black men in particular are five-fifths human? Or are you still thinking they're three-fifths human, so maybe it doesn't count, maybe because they're not a whole human. But wait a minute, someone brought up the fact that Michael Vick's dogs got more justice than these folks have gotten. So, barbarous act is a barbarous act. But if you have the descendants of those who committed the crime against humanity continuing to perpetuate that which came about through spiritual damage passed down over time through DNA and through laws that have allowed it to continue to be perpetuated just under a different structure of the same system, this is why these barbarous acts continue. This is why other countries that do consider themselves a little bit more civilized, like they have universal health care where the people don't pay a monthly fee for it and all that kind of stuff, they own, you know, okay, they are outraged. Mankind is outraged. Anyone with a conscience would be outraged. And the advent of a world in which human beings shall enjoy freedom of speech, therefore, right, stop trying to propagandize and block channels like these to block people on YouTube and various other places that have their own broadcast systems that let people speak other than what is on the mainstream media. And the belief of freedom from fear and want. All throughout the ghettos of the world, there's fear. That's why people are violent. They're fearful of a lot of things. They fear that you know more than they know. They fear you got more than what I got, but the little bit I got you coming to take it. They fear that they might just die in these conditions. They fear that there ain't nothing else for them out here, and they want something more. So freedom from fear and want has been proclaimed as the highest aspiration of the common people. Fear and want, the leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation, have been working against fear and want and lack, especially spiritual, emotional, mental lack amongst our people is what we have been working against. We want their human rights protected. We fight for their human rights to be protected. We put our lives on the line daily, 365, for their rights to be protected, for this preamble to not just be words but to be the living element that allows for a higher standard of living, okay, because 
the understanding, and understand is the greatest thing in the world, my mother said, of these rights and freedoms is the greatest importance for the full realization of a pledge that also mentions that it is essential to promote the development of friendly relations between nations. So that is why when you see the various photographs of me in various places with all kinds of different people from all types of backgrounds and ethnic groups, we are trying to develop friendly relations and interchanges and exchanges with various nations of people around the world so that we can continue to have our community grow in a positive, healthy, and healing way. Dignity worth of the human person, equal rights of men and women. These have determined to promote social progress and better standards of life and larger freedom. This is what we're working toward. This is what we believe. This is what I appreciate about this declaration that then has, following that preamble, 30 articles, 30, number three, Trinity, All human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. They are endowed with reason and conscience and should act towards one another in a spirit of brotherhood. Can we just stick with that one and cover all of what I talked about already? I think so. We just add sisterhood on the back. All right? Article 2. Everyone is entitled to all rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration without distinction of any kind, such as race, color, sex, language, religion, political or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth, or other status, meaning some people, if you were born, they'll say, well, oh, you were born into slavery, you're a slave. So that's why they point out here um, the national, social origin, property, birth, or other status, okay? Furthermore, so the caste system thing. Furthermore, no distinction shall be made on the basis of political, jurisdictional, or international status of the country or territory to which a person belongs, whether it be independent, trust, non-self-governing, or under any other limitation of sovereignty. That is for all of y'all out there that always want to ask that question about the sovereignty of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Okay? Article 3. Everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security of a a person. Article 4. No one shall be held in slavery or servitude. Slavery and the slave trade shall be prohibited in all their forms. Article 5. No one shall be subjected to torture or to cruel, inhumane, or degrading treatment or punishment. I think all of what I've spoken about with the police brutality falls under that category. Article 6. Everyone has the right to recognition everywhere as a person before the law. Article 7, all are equal before the law and are entitled without any discrimination to equal protection of the law. All are entitled to equal protection against discrimination and violation of this declaration and against any incitement to such discrimination. So even if I'm chilling the crack your teeth like this and thing like that, they impose discriminate fiancona, yeah? Okay. Article 8, everyone has the right to an effective remedy by the competent national tribunals for acts violating the fundamental rights granted him by the Constitution or by law. Number nine, no one shall be subject to arrest, detention, or exile. Okay, we're not even going to go there tonight. Y'all, 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 y'all already know. Article 10, everyone is entitled in full equality to a fair and public hearing by an independent and impartial tribunal in the determination of his rights and obligations and of any criminal charge against him or her. Article 11, number one, 
Everyone charged with a penal offense has the right to be presumed innocent until proved guilty according to law and public trial at which he has had all the guarantees necessary for his defense. Number two, no one shall be held guilty of any penal offense on account of any act or omission which did not constitute a penal offense under national or international law at the time when it was committed. Nor shall a heavier penalty be imposed than the one that was applicable at the time the penal offense was committed. Article 12. No one shall be subjected to arbitrary interference with the privacy, family, home, or correspondence, nor to attacks upon his honor and reputation. Everyone has the right to the protection of law against such interference or attacks. Okay, let me go to Article 12, because this is a personal article for me. Attacks upon his honor and reputation. At the point where I was vetted to be a United States commissioner, there were certain individuals who they may not be aware, but I know exactly who they were, who then attempted to have the Gullah Geechee Nation, and me in particular, investigated. They then got back a four-page letter from the Solicitor General clearly outlining the fact that I was elected by Gullah Geechee as a head of state. So there was no violation of anything that they need look at. That's the bottom line summary. In a way, they were wondering why were these people who claim they should be a part of leading something for Gullah Geechee's were unaware of this fact. So then because these individuals could not do anything legally because they were out of order, not knowing what U.S. constitutional law is nor human rights law, they then attempted to go to the media and thought that they could dishonor my reputation via the mainstream media. Well, they got a few weak-minded individuals within the media to stop writing stories about me, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, or anything about the Gullah Geechee Nation, and instead wrote a few things about them themselves as individuals. Well, they also tried to go to different individuals in the community and try to think that they could attack my honor and my reputation and that of the Gullah Geechee Nation, not realizing that when I also wrote into the federal government to make it very, very clear that if this continues, I'm letting these individuals know. I put them on notice to cease and desist because you are participating in a violation of my human rights. Now, at that point, they may not have clearly understood what violation. I hope they're still listening because they often do tune in to my various broadcasts. They are on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook, many of them, and they try to see what we're doing within the nation so that they can then make parallel full um, activities and try to, again, think that they can do something other than actually stand up for rights but to entertain and to bring more tourism. So I hope that now Article 12 brings some clarity to you all um, that if you didn't understand no one shall be subjected to arbitrary interference with his privacy, family, home, or correspondence, nor to attacks upon his honor, her honor, and reputation. Everyone has the right to the protection of law against such interference or attacks. Okay? So everyone does. So it's not a situation of, oh, well, this person is a public figure. I can do to them what I please. And because I just don't like them, because I just want their job, and I just wish that I could do what they're doing, that I can do that. Again, you're not participating in the protection of human rights. You're actually helping to violate it. So now, Article 13, number one, 
everyone has the right to freedom of movement and residence within the borders of each state. Again, state meaning their whole nation, their country. Number two, everyone has the right to leave any country, including his own, and return to his country. Now, many of you who follow most deaf, um, he went back to his birth name, actually, you noticed that he went and he started living in South Africa, and then they tried to prevent him from coming back in the United States. Well, that really is a clear example of you violating someone's freedom of rights, including, uh, I mean, their, their human rights, because you're violating their freedom of movement, especially to tell him, well, since you went to go live somewhere else, you can't come back in the country of your birth. Very interesting. So, again, let's not, I'm pointing out examples to you because I don't want you to think, well, oh, these are such lofty ideals of human rights that I could never seek to participate in protecting them for others in the world. Yes, you can, by simply going ahead, implementing, enacting, living out, standing for this Universal Declaration on a daily basis. Article 14, number one. Everyone has the right to seek and enjoy in other countries asylum from persecution. Number two, this right may not be invoked in the case of prosecution generally arising from non-political crimes or from acts contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. Okay, Article 15, number one, everyone has the right to a nationality. Gullah Geechis, everyone has the right to a nationality. Number two, no one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his nationality, nor denied the right to change his nationality. Gullah Geechis. All right. Article 16. Number one, men and women of full age, without any limitation due to race, nationality, or religion, have the right to marry and to found a family. They are entitled to equal rights as to marriage during marriage and at its dissolution. Number two, marriage shall be entered into only with the free and full consent of the intending spouses. In other words, y'all can't keep doing them shotgun marriages y'all been doing before. Number three, the family is the natural and fundamental group unit of society and is entitled to protection by society and the state. The family, the family is natural and the fundamental group unit of society as entitled to protection by society and the state. How do you protect families if you don't provide them with the proper ability to live as a family? Financial support, educational support, spiritual support, food, clothing, shelter. A proper amount of that. Health care for families. These are things that are critical as global acts if we really want this declaration to come to life, if we really want to have human rights, 365. Article 17, not everyone has the right, number one, everyone has the right to own property alone as well as in association with others. So in other words, y'all can split up your property around your gullagiches and things like that, or you can't own heirs' property, still there, there with all the rest of people, okay? Number two, no one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his property. That goes into a whole other set of broadcasts that we could do for years about what has happened with arbitrary removal of Gullah Geechee's from lands uh, to disenfranchise, once again, the family, ultimately disenfranchise the community, ultimately disenfranchise the Gullah Geechee Nation. Okay, Article 18, everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. This right includes freedom to change his religion or belief in freedom, either alone or in community with others or in public or private, to manifest his religion or belief in teaching, practice, worship, and observance. 
Article 19, everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression. This right includes freedom to hold opinions without interference and to seek, receive, and impart information and ideas through any media and regardless of frontiers. Now, bear in mind Article 19 as you go back to Article 12, though. You have the freedom of opinion and expression, but you don't have that right if you are now trying to damage somebody's reputation, okay? So let's not say they contradict because they don't. Article 20, number one, everyone has the right to freedom of peaceful assembly and association. Number two, no one may be compelled to belong to an association. Article 21, number one, everyone has the right to take part in the government. In other words, let me go back. Article 20, that number two, compelled to belong to an association, just a quick example, jumping you into a gang. That's compelling you into that. Um, grabbing you in the woods and somewhere in the motherland and making you become part of one of the societies as a male or female, forcibly removing your clitoris and now you now inducted into a particular group. See, that is compelling you, and you should not have to be compelled, okay, to be brought into any association. That's just a personal freedom that you have the right to implore. Article 21, number one, everyone has the right to take part in the government of his country directly or through freely chosen representatives, freely chosen representatives, meaning not the ones that somebody just plants on you and give it to you. Number two, everyone has the right to equal access to public service in his country. Number three, the will of the people should be the basis of the authority of government. Should I repeat that? The will of the people should be the basis of the authority of government. This will shall be expressed in periodic and genuine elections, which shall be by universal and equal suffrage and shall be held by secret vote or by equivalent free voting procedures, which is what we have done over and over. Article 22, everyone as a member of society has the right to Social Security, and not, not to Social Security, you don't think of it in the United States, okay, and is entitled to realization through national effort and international cooperation and in accordance with the organization and resources of each state of the economic, social, and cultural rights indispensable for his dignity and the free development of his personality. Now, don't you find it interesting that they would specifically list that there is economic, social, and cultural rights indispensable for people's dignity and free development of their personality? It goes back to what I said in the beginning. People living in disenfranchised communities, they are there's always violence there because they grow up feeling they have to protect themselves. They have to fight or someone's going to attack them. Someone's going to take from them what little they have. So we have an economic problem, which becomes a social problem, and much of that comes out of people who are denied the ability to know their own culture. Hence why the Gullah Geechee Nation fights to continue to educate daily on human rights and cultural rights, land rights. These are critical elements and why we continue to encourage you, if you say you believe in what we're doing, then please economically support the institutions, the nonprofit organizations, and the businesses that are within the Gullah Geechee Nation. This is part of our culture. This is part of our social continuation. It is part of keeping our indispensable dignity as a people, and it allows the free development of the future children's personality because they'll understand who you're being thing like that. Okay. We could stand at one article all night as far as I'm concerned. Now, Article 23, number one, 
Everyone has the right to work, to free choice of employment, to just and favorable conditions of work, and to protection against unemployment. Number two, everyone without any discrimination has the right to equal pay for equal work. Ladies, we know that's not the case around the world. Number three, everyone who works has the right to just and favorable remuneration, ensuring for himself and his family an existence worthy of human dignity and supplemented, if necessary, by other means of social protection. Number four, everyone has the right to form and join trade unions for the protection of his interests. For all those folks out there protesting to be in unions and to have unions and to bring unions into states like these in the Gullah Geechee Nation that are anti-union, y'all got every right to do so according to the human rights platform. And you can go back and listen to my shows that I have done about the unions and about Labor Day in particular. Look up Queen Quet Labor Day on the Internet, and several of those shows should come up. You can go to GullahGeecheeNation.com and pull up some of those as well. 24, everyone has the right to rest and leisure, including reasonable limitation of working hours and periodic holidays with pay. Again, in other countries that I go to visit, including Switzerland and England, people had to have what they call, we take holiday. They don't even call it taking vacation. They say, well, on holiday. And they're actually paid. They also have universal health care. They look good. They they sound good. They're smiling. And they're taking a turn with them somewhere else. Okay? So it is critical that, again, people have an opportunity to have these kinds of days to relax their mind, to restore their bodies, and then to be more efficient members of their society as a result. Okay? Article 25, number one, everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate for the health and well-being of himself and of his family, including food, clothing, housing and medical care, and necessary social services, and the right to security in the event of unemployment, sickness, disability, widowhood, old age, or other lack of livelihood and circumstances beyond his control. A note to U.S. Congress, those are not entitlement programs. This means you're actually doing something in accordance with human rights law. Instead of trying to make people feel guilty about it, you should cheer and say, yay, this is something that we're covering in accordance to Article 25 of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Okay, number two, motherhood and childhood are entitled to special care and assistance. All children, whether born in or out of wedlock, shall enjoy the same social protection. Article 26, number one, everyone has the right to education. Education shall be free, at least in the elementary and fundamental stages. Elementary education shall be compulsory. Technical and professional education shall be made generally available, and higher education shall be equally accessible to all on the basis of merit. Number two, education shall be directed to the full development of the human personality and to the strengthening of respect for human rights and fundamental freedoms. It shall promote understanding, tolerance, and friendship among all nations, all nations, racial or religious groups, and shall further the activities of the United Nations for the maintenance of peace. Number three, parents have a prior right to choose the kind of education that should be given to their children. So if these public schools are not teaching your children about Gullah Geechee culture, you have a right to homeschool. You have a right to have them in a charter school. You have the right to have them in a private school that does. Because if they're not teaching you about the Gullah Geechee Nation and the school is in the Gullah Geechee Nation, then it does not sound to me like they are following out, promoting understanding, tolerance, and friendship amongst all nations, 
Okay? Now, Article 27, number one, everyone has the right freely to participate in the cultural life of the community, to enjoy the arts and to share in scientific advancement and its benefits. Number two, everyone has the right to the protection of moral and material resulting from any scientific, literary, or artistic production of which he is the author. So a lot of times when they talk about cultural life in the community, you notice the arts are part of that. Our Gullah Geechee Angel Network focuses great, a great deal on the arts and utilizing that within the community to try to have benefits in the community. You all know I use both the arts and the sciences. Um, and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition covers a plethora of all of these things. That's why we have an archive. So we have the literary component. And also I write books. Elder Carly Town writes books. We have several folks that are leaders in the Gullah Geechee Nation that write. We author things so that we can then experience this with everyone but also present more on our culture and act as an educational vehicle for our culture as well as one to protect our rights of our people. Article 28. Everyone is entitled to a social and international order in which the rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration can be fully realized. Article 29, number one, everyone has duties to the community in which alone the free and full development of his personality is possible. Number two, in the exercise of his rights and freedoms, everyone shall be subject only to such limitations as are determined by law solely for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and of meeting the just requirements of morality, public order, and general welfare in a democratic society, and again, we're not going to break that down tonight, but when we say democratic society that is different in international human rights law than the international arena than within a U.S. democracy. So they're not the same, okay, in terms of the way that they are presented. Number three, these rights and freedoms may in no case be exercised contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. And Article 30, nothing in this declaration may be interpreted as implying for any state, group, or person any right to engage in any activity or to perform any act aimed at the destruction of any of the rights and freedoms set forth herein. So we want to make it clear that, once again, this Universal Declaration of Human Rights is available to you free. It is on the Internet. You can download PDF versions. In some cases, you can find posters of it. If you go to the United Nations or you simply type in Human Rights Day 2014, hashtag Rights365 is also one of the following tags that you'll be able to see coming up on Twitter and Google Plus and those throughout the week. Make sure that you go on and get a copy of the International Declaration, Universal Declaration of Human Rights as we celebrate Human Rights Day internationally. Make sure that you then place it on your wall. Make sure it is something that you go back to and view. Place it on your tablet, your iPad, and so forth. And start to share it, have discussions, even underneath the oak tree and things like that, about its value to you as an individual, to you as a Gullah Geechee to you as a community and even within its context to you and your family members. We are a global family, and the more that we fight for one another, the more possibility we have of having a more peaceful world to live in for the future, as opposed to living out the self-fulfilling prophecy of prophecy that things get worse before they get better. And so if 
that's your thought process, then that negativity is going to continue to be drawn into the world in mass because too many people are thinking that way, as opposed to you being the person to make the step in the right direction. And we pray that you have a goal that can start on today, really. But I'm going to let you slide because I know it's a lot to take in tonight. I'm going to give you to December the 10th, and you can use December the 10th as your new year to begin to be an active part of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, to truly celebrate, commemorate, be a living vessel of human rights, 365. And right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, you know how to chill and quiet. Keep on doing what we to do, but keep self-determination alive and things like that. And so at any time you all want to reach us at the Gullah Geechee Nation, please go to GullahGeecheeNation.com. GullahGeecheeNation.com. You can follow our blog there. You can email the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We are the premier advocacy organization in the world for the rights of human of Gullah Geechee's worldwide. We are part of the human rights movement. You can find IRAM that I mentioned, the International Human Rights Association for American Minorities at IHRAAM.org on the internet. And you can always find me at QueenQuet.com. And so I definitely look forward to continuing to go forward in this movement of human rights globally and with my arm linked together with so many others of our leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation, as well as other world leaders, especially from grassroots and indigenous peoples communities around the world that are continuing to fight against many of the things that I gave examples of in this brief amount of time that we've had to just articulate the Universal Declaration of Human Rights to you and to just give you some brief breakdowns of some of the meanings and some of the examples of what we unfortunately are seeing still going on out here in the world and things like that. But we pray that you will help us to change all those things and to change this life and this world for the better. It will become better as we become better. And it's about the thoughts. As a man or woman thinketh, so is he, or so is she. So I think that we can have a better world if we all work together to do so. So thank you, thank you for all hundred children. What a join we in this year. Stand for we land, for who we be down here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. I'm so glad he hunted to deal with me. This year the queen quit, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter Chillin to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Happy Holy Days. Happy Human Rights Day. So glad that Hunter Chillin tune in one more again. Let we make this Human Rights 365. Peace and blessings. Yeah.